Hey there, welcome to the Hillside Midweek Podcast. Wherever you're at in your faith, we hope that this episode encourages you, and we'll catch you next time. Hey, so glad you're with us. Thanks for joining the Midweek, the conversation after the talk, uh, which, by the way, Mike, was a great talk. I love the end of Philippians 2 with Timothy and Epaphroditus. We actually had some sparring over uh, who was going to teach that passage, and you won. Yeah. I'm okay, the bigger let's guy. just leave it there. I'm the bigger guy. Let's just leave it there. Uh, but I love that text. Looking forward to get, getting into it. Uh, I loved the quote. We both loved mm-hmm. the quote about the wolf. And the, oh, yeah. That was a great quote yeah, about the wolf the, in the orcas. Well, just basically, if you missed it, it's that uh, the pack is so important to the wolf, but also the wolf is important because of the pack, yeah, the right? Strength of the wolf pack is mentality. the pack. Yeah. Strength of the pack is the wolf. Exactly. I thought that was really great, mm-hmm. but you have this sort of strange. I, I do. I mean, like the fear idea of these two animals. Yeah, the well, the orca. I, the orca and the wolf. I mean, the idea of taking on a single animal, I'm sure in the moment would be terrifying. Okay, like you have a you have a grizzly bear charging you. There's or plenty a great, of single animal or this, attacks or a great white in the water with you when you're scuba diving. Sure, like that's terrifying. But in my brain, what terrifies me even more is not taking on one, but taking on an entire pack or like for, for killer whales, a pod where you don't just have one mind going up against your human mind. You have a group of minds figuring out what your weaknesses are. And mm-hmm. we talked about this a little bit. I mean, for killer whales, when you're close to water, like for me at least, I feel so out of my element in water, you know? Like doggy paddling is about as good as I'm doing when it comes to swimming. And so I just feel so out of my element. The idea of taking on this whole group of whales, and I don't, there's, they have, some of our viewers have had to have watched some of these YouTube videos about killer whales hunting together and the techniques that they come up with and how smart they are. And it just, it terrifies me. I, when it's I, horrifying. When I was in Seattle, I'm not joking, I did not want to go near the Pacific like waterline. I stayed away from it because I was just waiting for an eye to be looking back up at me, just kind of, oh man, I hate that. Oh, I hate that. Oh, I even, was right, even right now, I'm getting kind of weird. No, no, no. I'm, uh, I, I was a, <laughs> the uh, hyenas are the thing that are overwhelming to me. You get, yeah. you get one, you got a pack, and I don't care if you're the king of the jungle, you're getting out of there. Yeah, you're getting out. Uh, so w- what scares you? Don't Everything. say spiders. Everything God scares helps. me. <laughs> Everything does? Well, let's not bring that up. Demon. <laughs> we're talking about orcas and wolves and yeah. hyenas and spiders. Yeah. No, we're not going there. All right, so... Uh, Let's talk about this text a little bit. Uh, so the wolf and the, and the and orca, yeah. this whole pack thing and the yeah. unity thing. I love, let me just start with this. I love the Timothy, how hard Paul works to make Timothy and Epaphroditus look good to the Philippians. Hmm. Because, and so I've always, just, uh, you know, you and I were talking earlier this week. It sounds to me like Paul is the HR department uh, for the whole <laughs> relational dynamic because... Uh, he's, so the Philippians are now a little upset that Epaphroditus got sick uh-huh. and they're like, well, we sent up, we sent help to Paul, but that didn't work out. So it, it would be easy for the Philippians to be a little bit looking down on Epaphroditus. Hey man up, we need you out there. Yeah. Paul's trying to make the case that when I send him home, you're going to be tempted 
to demean him. Mm. You're going to be tempted to, to put him down. And I want you to know that you got a guy here you need to hold in high regard because mm. he was stellar here. Mm-hmm. And here's Paul in prison. He's in confinement working terribly hard mm-hmm. to make Timothy look good and to make Epaphroditus look good so that the relationships don't get in any way uh, bent out of shape yeah, when point. they get home. I, I just think, how hard is it? You know, when you think about ministry and all that Paul's going through and the Philippians and what they got to deal with spiritually, Paul has no problem spending a lot of time doing all that work to make yeah. sure relationships are healthy. And it's mm-hmm. a mess and it's aggravating yeah. work. Yeah, like vouching oh, yeah. for them. There's nothing more draining than that. I would imagine Paul finished that letter and just said, Paphroditus, take this thing to them. I'm exhausted. I got to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and like, I mean, like we've been talking about, I feel like we keep coming back to the wrestling element of mm-hmm. a lot of these things. And, you know, when it was, it was very much in my face and has been the last couple of weeks of kind of like we talked about either last week or the week before, this whole idea of sacrificing, like this self-giving, and then it's coming up against what it means to be an American. And I know I just kind of like put it out there at the beginning of the talk, but how much that plays into it, mm-hmm. you know? And I, I just think, and, and I don't have the right answer for it, which is why I didn't expound on it any more than I did. I, I just know that I'm aware of it in mm-hmm. my life. And I'm sure that anybody that heard that and even now is going, yeah, that, that plays a big, big role in our lives of how we think. Even right now, like in the virus, like how many people are like, it's my right to go whatever restaurant I want to, whatever store I want to, whenever I want, doesn't matter what I do for anybody else. And other countries maybe don't have that much of a mindset. They have a little bit more of a sacrificial mindset already on the whole community element. And yet, for me, at least as an American, I find a lot of my individualism in being an American. Right. I was just going to say, mm-hmm. Mike, it's not a political issue. It's no. an individual yeah. issue. Yeah, exactly. Who cares what side of the fence you're on exactly. in any of these issues? It's how you deal with them, how you treat them. Right. That's exactly right. Right. And I'll tell you, we're having conversations about when we're going to start back meeting together. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about all the different things we're going to do. And there'll be, there'll be, well, you wish we would have reopen the church earlier. You wish we would have waited longer. You want to wear masks. You don't want to wear masks. Uh, You're happy with to put your kids there. You're not happy to put your kids there. You're willing to show up. You're not willing to show up. Well, the last thing we want is anybody at Hillside looking down at the other person for having a different viewpoint. That's irrelevant. I'm going to be happy with anyone who's willing to come and happy with anyone who's willing to stay home. And everybody needs to treat each other the same, regardless of what perspective they have on that. And whatever they do, we're going to treat everybody the same. That's so important. I know I haven't brought that into the talks a lot, but I, I will say personally, hitting these verses right now has been very helpful to me. Because when Paul's saying, look out for the interest of others, not just your own interest, what is most of the pushback right now? Why would I look out for somebody else's interest? This is what I want to do, and this is how I want to behave Mm -hmm. while everybody else is being asked by the government or by the county or whatever, behave this way. And so Paul's words have just been pushing me beyond the, 
Mike, it doesn't matter what you want to do. Right. Think of the community. Think of the the harmony and the unity and the oneness that exists among all of you. That and is, it's just been hitting me so incredibly hard mm-hmm. right now. And I haven't been talking about it a lot in the actual talks that I've given, but it's happening. No, you know? and I'm telling you, that's really hard to do, and you're going to see it happening. We're going to have to fight against that and 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 pray mm-hmm. for unity in all the differences that we're going to have and 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 let the differences be right. and still be and still be the body we need to be yep. that is so important to do it's so hard to do because you don't always know when you're oh, doing it you right. don't always know when you're stuck on something oh, some yeah. opinion or idea yeah. and your idea has to win but the truth is right now i have you could probably get Two very smart people up here to debate whether masks make any difference whatsoever. Yeah. I'm going like, to make a difference. I, I don't know if I'm going to believe you, and I don't know if I'm going to yeah. believe you. Yeah, it may not make a at difference for anywhere day. where you're standing at the at the time. You yeah. may not change yeah. your mind. So, but I do think we have to say, as we conclude that little piece, yeah. if you don't, if you're not willing to set aside something you feel really free to do for the sake of other people, you have not obeyed Philippians two. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that outright. Yeah. That's such a good application for the for the immediate time that we're in right now. That's the one that's going to come out so much in the way that our our lives are playing out right now. But even you know what you brought up with uh, I liked the the ten minute rule when you first oh, get yeah. home. Yeah. You know the ten minute rule, like don't 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 complain, don't argue for the first ten minutes. Like that was really good advice, you know. And I think that there is. The, the, the he doesn't do it. He read it. You know that. He doesn't do it. He read it. <laughs> He's okay. just giving the advice. <laughs> he I didn't say it. the 11 minute uh, no. rule because on the Beth 11 minute Beth said he minute, never goes past five minutes. That's my limit. limit. Beth okay. said he never goes past five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why it's the 10 minute limit. Exactly. Because on after the 11th that, minute, all hell can break <laughs> oh, loose. Yeah, but for those first 10, I'm encouraging. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. No, no, no. Because it's a great point. So, I mean, I think for me, you know, we've talked about this a little bit in, in marriage and, you know, you address the students and, and just in homes in general right now. Um, you want to be on the team. You know, you, you, you yeah. talked about that. You, you want to you be on board. You want to be the one that is changing the dynamics of your household, right? Yeah. And you can only change what you're going to do, right? Yeah. And so what happens when the other person in your house or the other people in your house, they're not on board? You know, you can only you can only change yourself. You can only change your attitude, your mindset, your outlook. And uh, I know me and my wife are both on, uh, you know, we'll be on one side or the other of this. You know, she'll be the one trying to to encourage and try to uplift the mood. I don't want to yeah. have anything to do with it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and then I'll be the one that's trying to uplift it. And, you know, then my my kid is, is just sitting on the floor screaming. Right. So yeah. it's it's so hard when you know that you can only affect your own mindset right yeah i think two things come out of that see if i can remember them the first one is i gotta be i gotta be patient because somebody might not be where i'm at this is a perfect illustration of what unity is Mm -hmm. Um, somebody might not be ready to surrender something and Mm -hmm. i know what that feels like Mm -hmm. i know what it feels like to give something up i know what it's like to not want to let go today Mm mm-hmm and you know so i got to be patient and give grace to the person who isn't ready yet because sometimes that's me Mm -hmm. i'm the person that's not Mm -hmm. ready um and the other thing is uh i think i just have to um not only you're going to offer grace 
but I don't want to be the one causing the mm-hmm. disharmony. You know, I don't want to be that person. Um, so uh, it's difficult. It's a challenge. You got to, we got to, that's what putting up and bearing with one another is. I got to put up with the fact that you're slower in growth in this particular category, maybe than I am, or on this issue, you're slower yeah. to come to it. You know, I have issues. She's talking to you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just wanted to make sure I, Mike heard yeah. me on that. Because I know you don't have this problem, Dan. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, that's definitely a challenge. And at home, you just got to say, hey, I. Right. If I need to surrender this, I'll surrender it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, along that lines, or along that line, I guess, it is interesting how your dynamic among your family community, your church community. I mean, I, I just think about me and how I, my personality type and how other people around me may take longer to get there, but once they do, they're so, they're so in. And now God is just, boom, you know, put them in. And then I may be easier to get there, but I also fall out of it easier as well, you know? And so just that unity dynamic of it all of, and the harmony that, that has to exist. And that's where, that's where I just, I mean, that oneness, I know I probably said it too many times while I was speaking, but when the foundation of everything you do is oneness, mm-hmm. it changes, like it literally changes everything. It really does. Right? It literally changes everything. There is not a single outlet or observation or action or, you know, implementation that that doesn't touch. Mm-hmm. When, when your goal, your purpose is oneness, you know, yeah. changes everything. Mm-hmm. I think that um, communicating that truth hearing that truth and applying it. You know, you said there's an individual responsibility and a community responsibility. Mm -hmm. I have an individual responsibility to be assessing myself. How am I managing this hurt? What am I gonna do with it? How, what am I complaining about? Do I have an opinion right now that I have been, uh, am I working too hard to be heard? Uh, Why do I have to be heard on this? I have an opinion. I got an opinion on every single issue we've brought up as it relates to coronavirus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they don't really matter. Okay, they matter very little. Yeah, yeah. You know, except for my own personal life. Yeah. But if somebody's different or whatever, so what are the individually is I'm working out my own salvation. Right. Okay. I'm trying to figure out what I want, what I prefer, what I believe, what my ideas are, my opinions. I have to make sure they're being filtered through the lens, through the goal, through the vision yeah. of unity. Everything. Mm-hmm. Hey, Everything. if you want me to come in here at this amount of time, walk to this place, wear that, be that, I'm in because I want to be part of the whole. Yeah. Right. I don't want to be the guy that's going, no mask for me, none of this, uh, or at home, you know, I'm not eating that. Uh, I'm not doing those dishes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and I... I get why Paul says to work out that salvation then to wrestle with these ideas, this like, how does oneness, how does unity really start fleshing itself out in our salvations to the community? And I get why 
he also has this kind of like the the what the awe and reverence or the mm -hmm. fear and trembling that you should be working out that way because when you consider the fact that it's a causal statement right because god is working in you you keep working as well mm -hmm. i get the terror think about the gravity of that statement mm. because god is working in me I should be a little, mm -hmm. a little afraid that I'm not pulling my weight when it comes to working alongside of God as he is working out these desires and effort in me as well, right? Well, that is such a massive yeah. statement mm -hmm. to make, yeah. you know? You know, it's scary. It should be scary if I'm not feeling prompted to monitor those things things inside me for the sake of other people because if God's at work in me that's what I should be thinking yeah mm -hmm. yeah and if if you want to know if God's at work in you ask yourself am I even concerned about the things I do the way I come across mm -hmm. what I say where I stand uh, do I even care about those things as it relates to the whole because yeah. if I don't because if God's working in you, mm -hmm. what the whole of Philippians 2 is saying, if God is working in you, what's going to come out is a concern for the group and not a concern for yourself. Right. And if that doesn't happen, that's a, th then God's not working in you. Then yeah. you have a, a, a real misrepresentation of what God's doing inside of you. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, and you brought up a great point, too, that the 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 purpose of this unity right is the reason is so that you can be blameless and pure yeah right there, yeah. that's it's kind of the, the end goal to this to this unity you, so you can be blameless and pure and uh nt wright says this it, it's it, he, he talks about the unity and holiness and how hard those are to hold in intention mm -hmm. right you can do one without the other but but he says unity is easy if you don't care about holiness Holiness is easy if you don't care about unity. It's easy to get together and be chummy if you don't care how anyone behaves. And it's easy to say, we're going to be holy if the minute you have a disagreement, you simply say goodbye to everyone who disagrees with you, right? Yeah. So trying to hold those two things in tension, trying to say, you know what, we're, 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 we're trying to be together in everything that we're doing, but, but we're not going to run out and, uh, and, and just blow the whole thing up right yeah. we're, we're not we're not just going to blow this whole thing up as soon as as soon as it goes the wrong way yeah. well i think one of the misrepresentations of what holiness is is that it's um it's i find my right holy spot mm -hmm. and as long as i feel right and holy then it doesn't matter about the group right and Absolutely. that's a wrong view of holiness um I'm not being holy if I'm not caring about the group. Mm -hmm. That's just flipped. That's one of the ways um, Western culture, mm -hmm. we've individualized holiness. So I, I've found my holy spot. It may be an opinion, uh, a standpoint. It may be a viewpoint. It could be, you know, a preference. Uh, whatever it is, that's my holy place. Mm -hmm. And I'm not willing to let that go. Uh, for the sake of the group, mm -hmm. but I feel holy, but you're not. Mm -hmm. That does not compute mm -hmm. in a lot 
of our minds. Our personal holiness is more important than, than the group. Hmm. And Paul says, no, 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 no. They've got to balance each other. Right. Yeah. That to me is a tension and a tightrope that you've got to be walking mm-hmm. in your spiritual life. Yeah. Um, or else something's not right. Right. You can't, you can't just have one and not the other. Right. You just can't have one and not the other. Yeah. So I think that's a, um, and I just cannot imagine that right now for the church at large, that all of chapter two that you've been teaching on is not profoundly critical oh, yeah. to every single believer's mindset. When you consider the conspiracies out there that are dividing people, mm-hmm. um, the attitudes that are dividing people, the opinions that are dividing people, and now all of the processes and, and practical implications of what the church is supposed to be doing and not yeah. doing. Yeah. Um, I, I just don't think there's a more important word to the church right now than what we've been learning. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And, and with that, that light picture, because of how important it is in this moment, when there is so much disunity, I, I'm still very proud of how we're handling this all as a country, you know, like the fact that we are looking out for our fellow man for the most part. But when we consider how quickly we can undermine the people in authority that are trying to mm-hmm. fix this or do the best that they can and give a good answer when there's like no good answer how quickly we can just undermine their authority, it goes against what Paul speaks of right now, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I think well, that's... Well, it's not gonna, it's, it's not grumbling that's gonna get you anywhere. It's only gonna, like we talked about earlier, it's just gonna affect your disposition in such right. a way you'll just become, you know, more uptight, more tense, and less concerned about mm-hmm. others. Yeah. Uh, right now, being concerned about others is the most important thing. When I walk into this building, whenever we reopen, um, I need to be thinking, not just am I safe, but what am I doing to help keep other people safe? Yeah. yeah. And I'll do even what I don't believe matters or works <laughs> for your sake. Right. Right. That's definitely mm-hmm. uh, the attitude. And that, to your point, is what speaks the loudest to the world. Yeah. Mm. Uh, not your opinion, not your stance. Right. That's what speaks loudest oh, to the world. The unity is That's the why we should be different. The church should be different. It should yeah. look different. When we come together, we should look different and better than any gatherings going on on the planet mm-hmm. because of that very thing. Yep. Yep. So. I agree. I think that's it, gentlemen. Are we <laughs> done? That's for the, it. Are we done? Hopefully you enjoyed it. If you didn't, uh, we don't really want to know about that. But hopefully <laughs> we discussed some things that are challenging you just like they are challenging us. And uh, you will check back in with us next week as we head into Philippians 3. And uh, Mr. Daniel's on board. All right. Starts going through Philippians 3. So see you guys. See you.